0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So according to this, food supply chain prices have started to moderate. They have. I don't know. uh, Maybe we see a little bit of that on store brand items at the store, but I certainly haven't seen much of that in uh, regular brand-named products. However, Whole Foods, it's reported that they have asked their suppliers to help bring down prices. They want their suppliers to help bring down prices because Whole Foods doesn't want to be known as Whole Wallet anymore. (laughs) good luck good luck whole foods i mean whole wallet good luck welcome welcome to chewing the fat all right well we know valentine's day is just around the corner and the annual cry me a cockroach fundraiser is back up and running Uh, At the San Antonio Zoo. I thought this actually started at the El Paso Zoo because I remember talking to a guy that was doing this or the zoo that was doing this. That was the El Paso Zoo. That was you know four or five years ago so anyway it's the san antonio zoo who gets the press this year and got the press last year you can <laughs> support the zoo's vision of securing a future for wildlife in texas and around the world again no one supports zoos more than this program chewing the fat now the cry me a cockroach uh special for valentine's day uh is you get to name a cockroach uh, after your ex and it, that cockroach will be eaten by a particular animal at the zoo yay so those not into bugs you could choose a vegetable for five dollars or for 25 dollars you get to a rodent named after your ex <laughs> all donors will receive a digital valentine's day card showing their support for the zoo they can also opt to send their ex a digital valentine's day card informing them that a cockroach rodent or veggie was named after them and fed to an animal those with an especially stubborn ex can pay for a 150 dollars upgrade which includes a personalized video message to the recipient showing their cockroach, rodent, or vegetable being devoured by an animal. (laughs) That is awesome. Now, uh, Kyle Perez, the zoo's director of public relations, said that they received more than 8,000 donations from all 50 states and over 30 different countries last year, and right now they're on track to beat, uh, last year. So you just have to go to the San Antonio zoo and submit your ex's name online and, uh, give them the money that you want. Whether you want a cockroach, a vegetable or a rodent to be eaten under the name of your ex, happy Valentine's day. Nothing, nothing says love more than having a rodent eaten by a zoo animal. Oh, man. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Now, there's no word on whether Tom Brady is going to send a cockroach or a vegetable or a rodent uh, to uh, <laughs> to Giselle <laughs> and wish her happy Valentine's Day. But we do have huge Tom Brady news today. He says today, he posted a video Uh, earlier today, the 1st of February 2023 that he is going to retire. I know uh, I know it was a a 52 second video posted on, well, social media but I I saw it on Instagram and uh, it says that uh, hey, he's retiring Good morning guys, I'll get to the point right away I'm retiring for good I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured i just press record and let you guys know first. So uh, it won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, nope. my friends, emotional. teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. I love you, Tom. (laughs) So he's sitting on a beach and he decided to tell us it's over. Tom Brady, the GOAT, retiring after a thousand years in the NFL. I mean, the guy is incredible, right? Seven Super Bowl wins, five Super Bowl MVPs, three NFL MVPs, 15 Pro Bowls, six all pros, most career wins, most career passing yards, most career passing TDs. Made the playoffs in 20 of 21 seasons as a starter. <laughs> uh, incredible. I mean, if you look at his career. Uh, In decades, I was looking at the breakdown of his career in decades. Uh, In his 20s, he had 21,564 passing yards, 147 passing TDs, three Super Bowl rings. In his 30s, he had 40,018 passing yards, 309 passing TDs, two Super Bowl wins. In his 40s, he had 27,632 passing yards, 193 passing TDs, two Super Bowl wins. I mean, each one of those decades is a Hall of Fame resume. So they should just put a wing at the <laughs> at the Football Hall of Fame uh, just for Tom Brady. There's no doubt about that. Anyway, Tom is gone. It'll be interesting to see what the future holds for Mr. Brady and yes we are still locked down here in DFW and across the south I mean we have freezes there's ice on the roads I saw one car as I'm sitting here in my office uh, Well, it's actually my wife's office where I record the show uh, as I'm sitting here in the office I look out the window and uh, I can see the one road that passes our house and it's you know, a sheet of ice I've seen one car go by today so that person was probably out of cigarettes that's the only reason you leave in an ice storm you do without milk you could do without soup you could do without crackers bread you say uh oh, that will be fine i'll get it when i can go back out again but uh if you're out of smokes gotta go <laughs> gotta go out sorry about it i know the roads are bad but i gotta head up to Seven Eleven. hopefully the guy made it to work today so you can get a pack of smokes i don't care what kind uh you're out of my brand just give me that brand there but i gotta have one so i mean we've got canceled flights and there's accidents everywhere and freezing rain and sleet and snowy conditions and that's supposed to go through uh tomorrow uh through which is thursday the second of uh february groundhog day and so i know you know a lot of the country is saying "Oh, a little bit of ice but it's not the way that it is i mean it just it rains ice and then there you can't drive anywhere and we've got you know they're trying to heat the roads. They're trying to put sand down. They're trying to get it ready, but the roads are still really, really bad. So it's advised not to go anywhere. And I'm taking their advice. I'm following the rules, just like the rules of uh, subscribership to this show, Chewing the Fat. Uh, I saw a tweet from Chris <laughs> at Chris2114399446 that's an awesome handle by the way Uh, it claims that uh, I was listening to Pat Gray Unleashed today at work and I was asked what are you listening to now he says in this tweet unfortunately for Pat it's not unfortunately for Pat it's just the way it is it's the rules of subscribership to this show I'm also a listener of your show so without hesitation I said chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher sorry Pat no free advertisement don't be sorry Uh, you know they'll get over it. The rules of the show are you subscribe to Chewing the Fat and you can listen to other shows. Everyone does. I expect you to. Uh, That's only natural. However, when asked, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer has got to be Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That's, That's it. That's part of the rules of being a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. So thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Thank you for following the rules of subscribership to Chewing the Fat podcast. Now... Uh, which is free. Uh, You can get anywhere you get your podcast. If you're listening now and you're not a subscriber, you're a freeloader and nobody likes a freeloader. Okay. Everybody likes free stuff. The podcast is free. Nobody likes a freeloader. So go ahead and, you know, you can continue listening. You know what? No, stop. Pause right now and subscribe on a platform that you want. Stop using your friends podcast and subscribe to chewing the fat and then go back to listening to the episode. Okay. All right. I'll give you a second alright, time's up so uh, one of the things that keeps this free is a membership to Blaze TV and you can go to jeffy and uh, gift sign up for uh, your uh, membership to Blaze TV now we have a new member coming to Blaze TV on February 8th of this year and that is Alex Stein Alex Stein is uh going to bring his uh, uh, his pimp on a blimp ideology <laughs> to Blaze TV coming on uh, February 8th. So if you go to uh, blazetv.com slash Jeffy, use the promo code pimp on a blimp. Pimp on a blimp. You get $20 off of Blaze TV. Now I know Alex has got his own little thing tv.com slash primetime, but I'd rather have you go to slash jeffy now i want you to use his promo code pimp on a blimp save yourself 20 bucks and then he's coming to uh he's coming to blaze tv bringing uh always bringing his show february 8th to blaze tv he's uh you know if you like the unscripted comedy the trolls the ridiculous uh, woke ideology uh you'll love what uh, alex stein uh has to say and uh, goodbye to his to political correctness hello Hello to Prime Time 99, who's always on the grind. Pimp on a blimp. Alex Stein. Premiering February 8th on Blaze TV. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Jeffy. You could use Primetime if you wanted to. Promo code Pimp on a Blimp and get $20 off. But become a member of Blaze TV. All right. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. We good? Oh yeah, cameo. Uh, you can always order a cameo. Uh can be happy, could be sad, could be mean. Whatever you need. You can order a cameo. That's not free though. That costs you money at Jeffy JFR on Cameo. Alright? We good? Alright, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. <laughs> Alright let's talk a little entertainment Congratulations to Avatar The Way of Water Uh, It has now become the fourth position on the all time chart So it leaves the old Star Wars Force Awakens in its wake Uh, Avatar uh, The Way of Water $2.75 billion globally Yay Yay So yeah I mean yay yay congratulations congratulations (laughs) so Cameron now has three of the top four movies ever uh, alongside Avatar number one Titanic which is number three Avatar way of water is number four so I mean it's, it's incredible that he's got that three of the top four wow uh, and of course, Endgame, Avengers Endgame is number two. So uh, we'll see. Uh, Wave Water is a Best Picture nominee. Does it win that? Well, let's hope not. I mean, it's only 608.5 million domestically. And so, you know, I mean, it's doing huge uh, around the world. So, which gets you to, you know, over almost a billion and a half, which gets you over the two billion mark, which puts them in the number four spot. That's how math works. Anyway, congratulations to. uh Way of Water. I'm sorry. I got. It. If I say it right, then James can get mad at me. Avatar, The Way of Water. Okay. I can't wait for it to... I, I want to watch the movie, but I don't want to see it at the theater. So as soon as the old Way of Water shows up... Uh, I thought someone was supposed to send me a copy. I don't know why that hasn't happened yet. So I'll have to wait until it actually gets released. And uh, we'll see. <laughs> I see where Will Smith and Martin Lawrence announce fourth Bad Boys movie. (laughs) Now, I don't know if I could have told you there was three. Uh, I know I could have told you that there was two. I don't know if I could have said that there were three. I definitely am looking forward to four. Wow. I mean, Will, I know you're looking for some goodwill. Get it? Uh, But uh, I don't know that this is going to do it for you, but good luck in the number four edition of Bad Boys. And I see where Batman Part 2. Uh sets a release date of 2025. Jeez, I mean, get to it. I know, you know I mean? The movie was okay with Pattons as Batman, but to wait that long for the number two, holy cow, get to it. Get to it. Anyway, that's they've said, hey, we're coming in 2025. Great. Can't wait. Also, kind of cool news here, I think, I think, uh, on the the surface. Paramount is integrating Showtime into its streaming service and giving the premium network a new name. So it's going to be Paramount Plus with Showtime. So I'm confused with this. The only thing that I'm confused with is that Paramount and Paramount Plus are two different things. So are they coming together with showtime so it's all just one thing or is it it has to be right because paramount is separate from paramount plus right now because paramount plus those deals with paramount some of those deals with paramount were separate from you know prior to the paramount plus launch so anyway according to this paramount plus is going to be with showtime so paramount plus with Showtime. That's what the global boss Bob Backish announced to staffers this week. Uh, I'm kind of a fan of that. I'm a fan of Showtime and I don't want to have to subscribe to both of them. So, you know, according to them, Paramount Plus will become the definitive multi platform brand in the streaming space. First of its kind to integrate streaming and linear content in this way. I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Showtime comes up with some great work although I don't know that it's worth uh, one subscription but tied in with Paramount Plus that's, kind of that's kind of a good deal uh, I know that uh, Showtime said it's going to focus on you know, yellow jackets it's no longer going to be ambitious and experimenting with other material that may be a mistake although experimenting with other material costs a lot of money and those a lot of those shows underperform so they're going to pull the plug on those uh, so, uh, they canceled, uh, let the right one in and American gigolo, and they're choosing to not move forward with three women. Those three shows alone would not make me want to subscribe to showtime. I saw clips for all of those. And the only one that looked remotely worth a watch once was maybe American Gigolo. And that's only because it's a flashback to the Richard Gere American Gigolo. We'll see how they go with that. I don't know if it's worth it or not. I doubt it very much. Uh, But anyway, that's coming. And that's coming soon. So I kind of like that. If that's what's going to happen, some of these uh, streaming apps are going to start combining with uh, some others so that we don't have to subscribe to 80 different apps and we get a better price, I'm all for it. Anything that saves you a little money, I'm all for. I see where uh, the rap star uh, Flavor Flav claims uh, on a podcast that he was on. Of course, that's where everything gets claimed in today's world. He was on a podcast off the record with DJ Academics. Uh, He said that uh, he used to spend nearly $3,000 on rock cocaine every day. There was a time that I was spending... $2,400 to $2,600 a day, six years straight. You do the math. That's the 63-year-old public enemy rapper. That's how much I spent on drugs. (laughs) So according to this, $2,600 a day equates to about $949,000 a year. So you do that times six years. Is that right? 2,600. I'll do the math. He told me to do the math. 2,600 times 365 equals, yeah, 949. That's right. So 949 times six equals over $5.5 uh $5,694,000 uh, spent on crack. Was it worth it, Flavor? Uh, Flavour flame. Of course it was. Of course it was. Always worth it when you're spending money on drugs, right? <laughs> uh, he says, I ain't going to lie. I sold a lot, but I was my best customer. Okay, I had a lot of money at the time. I was just doing wrong things with my money. He said that uh, he believed that God let him live through this drug addiction so he could warn others of the mistakes he made and help them get on the right track. All right. Uh, in a recent social media share well that was uh, a little bit last year he said he's uh, two years no cigarettes, two years no alcohol uh, I feel good just want to let y'all know uh, he said maybe I'll do another 22 years, fight the power <laughs> I'm working on one year at a time so one year at a time if you're spending $2,600 a day on crack Oof. Good times, good good times. One of my favorite snacks throughout the years has been Peeps marshmallow candy, and we did a bit on uh, the old Patton Stew show where I ate you know, a million peeps in an hour. That was a lot of peeps. I forget how many I ate, but it was a, it was a lot of peeps. And I've been to the main peep store in Maryland, which is right across the river from Washington, DC. It's awesome. It was so much fun. Well, the father of peeps, I know Bob born (sighs) has passed away. Who died today? Who died today? The father of Peeps marshmallow candy. Dead at the age of 98 years of age. At the age of 98 years of age. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Ira Bob Bourne, father of Peeps, pioneered the way for the chick-shaped candies. Uh dead at the age of 98 very very sad he was uh, the son of uh, just born's founder sam born joining uh, the pennsylvania-based company after he left the navy following world war ii he was an inventor amazing intellect allowed him to see solutions to almost any situation and most notable was his ability to see how peeps which were made by hand could be produced in a mechanical manner he designed the machine that deposits the Peeps Marshmallow Chicks and his, and his machine was in use for well over 50 years. <laughs> I mean, his machine is the basis for the marshmallow depositing system. So, genius. <laughs> genius. So, very sad, very sad today that Ira Bob Bourne, the father of Peeps, has passed away. At the age of 98 also who died today who died today i i know a couple a couple of strong characters today uh annie wershing the borg queen of star trek picard dead at the age of 45 very sad very sad she was in the general hospital at 24 the vampire diaries Bosh I know uh, anyway uh, seen her she's been in a whole lot of shows plus she worked as the character Tess in the video game The Last of Us which uh, I've been watching that on HBO Did we talk about that I don't remember I I'm all, I've watched them all there's three episodes have dropped they drop every Sunday uh, pretty good uh, pretty good and it is based on the game now my son of course has the game and he lets me in on. I'm watching it with him, so I know that it's following the game somewhat. Like episode three had uh, two characters uh, uh, that are gay, uh, but they it was, they were in the the game as well. Only they didn't uh, expand on the characters as much as they did uh, in this episode. However, it was in the game, and the game was around you know 2013, so it was well before we were being uh, forced where we felt like we were having. Uh, Every character be gay forced down our throat, so it was just the beginning. Anyway, uh, Annie Worshing, uh, 45 years of age, uh, has passed away. According to reports, it was because of cancer, so very sad. Uh, Annie Worshing, the Borg queen of Star Trek Bacard, dead at the age of 45. I will say I enjoyed her work on Bosch <laughs> uh, a lot better than Borg Queen uh, Picard, but you know, whatever. Rest in peace, Annie. Also, uh, not really, well, it's uh, tied into who died today, Dr. Phil. No, he's not dead, but he is going to end his show after 21 years. The show, Dr. Phil, after 21 years. Now you think, oh, Phil is going to give it up. Well, he's giving up his daytime TV show. Okay. He's going to step away from that show. Apparently, uh, Phil says, you know, I like primetime. I'm good with making these millions on daytime, but, uh, I like primetime. Dr. Phil is 72 years old now. How about you retire, Phil? Take it easy, okay? <laughs> uh, I mean, he's been doing this 21 seasons. Wow. I mean, he got his... Holy cow. Uh, he decided, I guess, to end the series. It was him rather than the network. You know, the network wants to keep it going. That's easy money, man. That show's already in production, and we just keep it moving. How you doing? Keep it moving. That's just what we're doing. So, uh, he's got, uh, Walker, he's going to a star on the walk of fame. He's going to finish out the 2022, 2023 season. And of course, CBS hopes to keep reruns of the show, airing in syndication through 2024. You think, uh, I'm guessing Dr. Phil's going to be on for a long, long time. Probably has his own freaking Roku channel. As far as that goes, just rerun his shows forever. The 21 seasons. All right. So, um, I guess he wants to go to primetime. It doesn't say that he has a deal yet. Wimfrey State invested. Oh, Oprah's still doing the Harpo Productions on him. So I'm sure that she will have something to do with the primetime show. So good luck, Dr. Phil, as you walk away from your daytime show and head into what looks like primetime so it's official uh our man alec baldwin has been officially charged in the uh shooting of cinematographer helena hutchins on the set of a rust he's been charged with involuntary manslaughter it's official he has been charged now you know i you know the rules of the show i mean when we talk about them it's been going on since this uh horrific accident happened Uh, if I say his full name the gunshot goes off if I say his first name you hear the gun cocking sound those are the rules of the show sorry about it that's just the rules of the show Uh, we have to follow the rules however I will say that now we're getting where people I see where Mickey Rourke is slamming and I know you know you say Mickey Rourke why do you want Mickey Rourke on your side well I don't know if you do or not (laughs) (laughs) but he came to his defense and said look I feel bad for the girl that died and her family but don't put the blame on Alec it is not his fault Uh, he they always talk about how Mickey was uh, was dressed in his unzipped black hoodie with his tattooed chest while wearing his neon yellow and black workout pants he sported white sneakers and a black headband (laughs) I mean mickey he's been through three cuts to clown face for quite some time, but he is an actor and he's been on the sets and he's decided that he wants to chime in because he thinks it's a BS. And I don't, I, I hate being on the side of Mr. Baldwin, but I am, uh, this is ridiculous that he gets charged with this. Uh, he shouldn't be charged. He said, usually an actor working on the set gets handed a gun by somebody else whose job it is to make sure the gun is not loaded. Uh, And if Alec doesn't have experience in guns or whatever, usually they dry fire the gun six times in front of you. I'll take it, do it 12 more times. It's like he's not to blame. And that's kind of my point uh, as well. Uh, As much as I dislike the man, uh, you know, his personal man. I love his work, no question. Uh, He's been in so many great shows. I love his work. It's just personally such a douche, but, uh, this is ridiculous that he gets charged with this and, uh, we'll see what the outcome is, but for sure, we haven't had the money shot either. He's been formally charged, but we haven't had the perp walk. Uh, who gets that? Uh, who gets that? The perp walk. I want that money shot today. Oh, look, is that Alec? in handcuffs, it sure is Perp Walk of Alec Baldwin. (laughs) So it looks like the same biotech company that plans to resurrect the woolly mammoth has announced a round of funding that's aimed at de-extincting the famous dodo. Yes, we're going to bring back the dodo bird. Yay! Colossal Biosciences, a biotech company in question, I believe is located in Dallas, Texas, has raised $150 million at a $1.5 billion valuation bringing its total funding since 2021 to $225 million. For a company in the de-extinction space, the dodo is something of a white whale. Hunting and habitat uh, takeover led to its demise in the late 1600s, and it's the poster bird for human-caused extinction. A preserved specimen in a Danish museum provided enough dodo DNA for Colossal to get the project off the ground. Something I think the dodo bird could do actually is fly. Anyway, the dodo is the third species Colossal has said it will attempt to revive after pledging to bring back the woolly mammoth and uh, the thaliocene, the Tasmanian tiger. So now we've got uh, the woolly mammoth, the Tasmanian tiger, and uh, the dodo. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to see that in a zoo I want to see them I want to see the Colossal Biosciences Zoo stop by there's the woolly mammoths there's the old Tasmanian tigers and there's the dodo birds yes It'll be awesome no one supports zoos More than me. And, you know, we're finding out now that zoos are being robbed. I told you yesterday, zoos have got to up their game. They've got to up their game. I started seeing stories about zoos getting robbed. I mean, I wasn't even going to talk about it today because I feel like I've covered zoo thefts the last few days but we have a squirrel monkey stolen from the louisiana zoo we have exotic birds stolen from california zoo we have the lemur uh monkey stolen from the san francisco zoo although those were found uh, so they just the lemurs just went out and hung out for a little while partying in san francisco and then they brought them back but zoo's better up their game that's all i'm saying Okay, and I realize that we can look forward to the woolly mammoth and the Tasmanian devil and the dodo zoo, but uh, the other zoos better pick up the pace a little bit. And you can email me chewingthefatattheblaze or you could you know direct message me on Twitter at Jeffy send me a message on Instagram or Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio. I'm happy to do what I can to help any zoo get stronger. Okay. Be ready for the battle, too. I see where Lisa Marie, uh, you know, who is now buried at Graceland, uh, apparently she took out a couple of different life insurance policies. Uh, one for $25 million and another for $10 million before she died. So she needs a little bit of uh, good luck. I'm happy, you know, apparently. And she also said there may be a third one out there for $10 million. So there's a little bit of cash coming in. Well, after the death of Priscilla, she was trying to cash in the twenty-five million-dollar policy to pay off her four million-dollar debt. Uh, she owes, uh, I think, two and a half million to the IRS, and she owes another uh, two million to you know a few other debtors. Uh, I guess she went through a lot of money. We know she went through a lot of money. She had a drug problem. She went through a lot of money. She's Lisa Marie Presley. She gets to do what she wants. Okay, that's the way it is. Move over. She's Lisa Marie <laughs> I mean plus we got Graceland now right I mean she was in charge of Graceland I think she I think she owned Graceland Priscilla mom took care of it, I guess, but uh Lisa Marie was actually the name on the on the paperwork and now she's got the kids right she's got uh, Riley uh, she's got the fourteen year old twins and the young, two youngest with Michael Danny. Uh, Keo were parents of riley and benjamin who took his own life at 27 so anyway there's some there's the fights going on and we see where lisa marie i mean priscilla is now challenging a purported amendment to the trust of the late lisa marie that would give the grandchild control of rock and roll's Uh, You know, most illustrious estate. Yeah. Now, let's not, you can have it later, but just not right now. I'm pretty sure that's what Priscilla is hoping for. So apparently Priscilla has filed a petition in Los Angeles Superior Court to disprove of a modification of the trust that would give uh, Riley control of the trust and in effect Elvis's estate. So apparently there were some changes and Priscilla was not notified as required of the amendment so they're going to try to get that thrown out and business manager, Barry Siegel and Priscilla are, would be named the trustees that would be the amendment. And so they would get it together and do that. And so, you know, we'll see, but there's battles going on now because of the death of Lisa Marie. Just know that, uh, you know, Graceland is still Graceland. All right. And Priscilla turned that place around and helped make that, uh, you know, make that what it, what it is and what it should be Uh, a shrine to the king may have to spend a little bit more money on security because of uh, the city that it's located in but it's still graceland okay all right so i'll give you the uh, joke of the day i'll leave you with the joke of the day here on chewing the fat this comes from uh, the twitter account at ape lincoln uh it's under the guise of here's my glenn joke but uh, I saw it last night, and then I guess he redid it because he had some typos, and he wasn't happy with the post. So I'll just read it to you. Uh, this is post-fixing, so there shouldn't be any typos. I'm just going to read it as is, okay? This is their daily joke to take with you today, okay? After 30-plus years of city life and a marriage, I was happy to move out west to a remote piece of land and regroup a bit. A couple of months in, without seeing a soul, it was getting a bit lonely. It was the late summer, early fall at this point. So I decided to ride the fence line before the weather got too severe. I needed to check things out if I were to stay long term. And I ended up running into a neighbor who was driving some cattle into town. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he had some cattle too uh, He introduced himself as Glenn And thoroughly expressed how refreshing it was To have some new neighbors He had a nice chat and really connected He told me all about the area's history and whatnot And even invited me to a little gathering later on that week However, he did explicitly warn me uh, There's going to be a lot of cursing Hope you're okay with that kind of rough language I told him that was fine Then he told me about how rough it was going to be In terms of fighting I told him I can hold my own Lastly, he told me there'd be some fornicating Which sounded strange But I figured I could just ignore any of that nonsense I was really excited to finally meet some new people As I rode off One more pressing question popped into my mind So I turned around and I got his attention I said, hey Glenn What do you wear to this sort of shindig? And he shouted back, don't much matter. It's just going to be me and you. (laughs) That was a long way to the well. But still funny. Made me laugh.